Hello, crazies. Welcome to the very first episode of Crazy Asian Chick. I want this podcast to be a platform of ideas, opinions, and inspiration, as well as a form of therapy for me. What I've discovered in the past years is how much I love to talk, which I find astounding. Because for the longest time, I've always been kind of quiet. My friends have always called me the quiet one, which I can completely agree with. I was never someone who had a lot of things to say. I just kind of felt like I didn't have anything important to say. I'd rather have listened to my friends' stories and their adventures so that I could live vicariously through them. I feel like I never really had anything to offer. When I was with my friends, I remember thinking, wow, she has so many cool stories, but I don't have anything to share. My life is boring. You see, I'm the only daughter and the youngest, so my family was super protective of me, especially my dad. He didn't really let us go to our friend's house for any occasions. He rarely even let me go to my cousin's house. So the only life I knew as a child was playing by myself at home or with my friends at school. We were also a poor immigrant family, so we didn't take any extravagant vacations. The one big trip that we had ever taken was a road trip to Canada. And, oh, did I have a story to tell my friends then? And then that was it. So most of my childhood is just sort of a blur and then bits and pieces of cherished moments. I guess a part of me, being a quiet person, came from the fear of being judged by other people. I didn't have much confidence in myself, so I was always afraid that people wouldn't like me. I remember a time in kindergarten when I had accidentally ripped a classmate's paper duck. I just wanted to look at my classmate's duck, so I grabbed the duck My classmate pulled away, and it resulted in a decapitated paper duck. I felt immediately horrible, and then felt even more horrible after my teacher ripped up my paper duck. I'm forever scarred from that incident. But I had also learned that I can't be too demanding, or people won't like me. I also had this intense fear of speaking to boys of my ethnicity. In my head, I felt like they would never like me. I'm too weird and different. And I saw them as this higher gender. And I guess I felt that way, probably because I was conditioned to think that my role as a girl was to obey and serve my husband and his family. So, as I grew up, I developed the mentality that if they won't like me, then I won't like them. 
I gained a sort of a confidence that if they didn't appreciate me for who I am, then they weren't worth being with me anyways. But actually, I just had a fear that I was never going to be liked by them. I remember the I remember this one day when my mother took me to the farmer's market with her, and I knew there was going to be boys there. So what I did as soon as I saw a boy was covered my face with my hair. I literally combed my long hair over my face. That was how incredibly shy I was. I was never really able to come I was never really able to overcome this fear until later in my 20s. And it still lies dormant in me, but I now have my reasons to not be so fearful and shy anymore. Overcoming being a quiet person took a really long time. Being quiet, I had always seen it as a flaw. Everyone else around me seemed so much more outgoing and had important things to say. It wasn't until I was 28 that I finally realized that I do have important things to say and what I say is worth it. Why did it take so long for me to finally accept this? I don't know. All I know is that as I became more and more of an adult, I knew that my thoughts and opinions were important, but I was still fearful. I was still that little girl who relived the moment when she demanded something, she was denied that something, and then she had to um, face a consequence because of it. And I know that words that if they're not articulated correctly, they could end up hurting someone. And that was the least that I wanted to do, especially when I finally got married. So one of my husband's biggest pet peeve that I do is that I get quiet when I'm upset. I completely shut down. And I've explained this to him before, that being quiet is my safety. I travel back to when I'm a child and I want the scary things to go away. In the sense with my husband, I become quiet because I just want my feelings to go away. If I don't say anything, he'll just leave me alone. However, of course, we all know that that is not what we should do. Because eventually, I did it so much. I had built all these emotions in me so much that I ended up needing therapy. And this was something that I couldn't really talk to my friends about because I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want them to think that my marriage was failing and that my husband and I were horrible at communication, which we kind of were. And I couldn't talk to my mom about it either, because then she didn't remind me why I should have married within my own culture. I couldn't talk to my dad because he was never one to comfort. 
And I couldn't talk to my brothers because they're guys. And what do they know about being a sensitive woman? So I turned to therapy. And it had not occurred to me that I needed help until I started working for a mental health clinic. I was surrounded by therapists and psychologists. um, So it just kind of felt like maybe I do need someone to talk to. And it took me a really long time to kind of finally decide to do it as well. Because I guess I had always felt that I was an emotionally intelligent person. I had a confidence that I knew how emotions and how the mind worked. And it was everyone else who doesn't. I was half right. I've always been kind of an intuitive person. But just because I'm intuitive didn't mean that I knew what the heck I was talking about. So when I finally went to therapy, I fell in love with it. For the first time in a long time, someone just listened. They didn't want to talk about their lives and their stories. They wanted to hear my story. And then eventually we shared stories together. I tell her what I was feeling and what I was going through. And she would tell me what she would do and suggest what I could do. Essentially, it was all about me. But it wasn't just that part that made me feel good. What made it even more awesome was that there was no judgment. There was no bias. At the end of the session, we went our separate ways and we lived separate lives. We talked about communication a lot during our therapy sessions. I told her that one of the things that I enjoyed the most with my brother my second older brother in particular, was that we had wonderful debates. When we used to work together and travel for work, he and I would spend um, the driving time talking about almost anything. Politics, abortion, science, religion, our childhood, etc. Telling this to my therapist was actually the first time that I had ever admitted to someone else that I enjoyed talking. The reason why I enjoyed my conversations with my brother, despite his realistic way of thinking, he always took in what I said and tried to understand it. And I had hoped this for my husband and I. I am your typical chick who wants the guy to just read my mind and just know because he loves me. Well, my husband, he is not a mind reader. He's also not much of a conversationalist when it comes to certain topics, especially sensitive topics. So I found myself struggling 
And at this time, um, when I was starting therapy, my husband and I, we were living three hours away from our family and friends. So on our visits back, we needed to pass time. But it was hard for me to initiate the conversations that I wanted to talk about. In my head, I think to myself about all the things that would or could go wrong. Like, I'd hurt his feelings, or he'd hurt mine. He doesn't care about what I think. My thoughts are just stupid anyways. Then my therapist forced me to be honest with my feelings. Slowly but surely, I started breaking down my wall of fear, concerns, and insecurities. And I started telling myself good things. Like, he loves me, so he wants to listen to me. He cares about me, so he'll care about my feelings. My therapist also told me that I can't expect things to just happen that I need to lead by example, that I need to tell my husband exactly what I want from him. It's been a year since, and I feel like I've come a long way. My husband and I can talk about our feelings. I don't hold as much back as I used to. I cry a lot. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> but I'm also accepting myself for all my insecurities. And then a few months ago, I realized that I need to work on this with my friends and my family too. I can't always be quiet anymore. I want to be able to be honest with myself and everyone that I care about. Because the things that I have to say are worth it. And that's kind of why I've decided to start this podcast. If I can tell the world my thoughts and my feelings, then I can do anything. I'm turning 29 this year and turning 30 next year. To some, I'm so old. To others, I'm still so young. Regardless, I'm still learning about myself and discovering things that I never knew before. And I really love to share this journey with you. I've recorded this episode at least five times and have spent numerous days wondering what I can do to make it better. But I've come to realize that I can't do it by myself. So... If you enjoyed my podcast today, please let me know. And if you didn't, I do accept constructive criticism. You can email me at crazyaznpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's crazy. A as an apple, Z as in zebra, N as in Nancy, podcast at gmail.com. I'm currently working on building other social media sites, but in the meantime, you can just email me. I'm going to end the podcast here by thanking you so much for listening to my podcast, and 
I really hoped that you enjoyed it and could somehow relate to it as well. I hope to continue this podcast um, just talking about basically whatever comes to mind. Um, I've struggled with a lot of things about myself um, since I've become an adult. So I would really like to share those journeys with you. So thank you again. And please come back for more crazy thoughts. Thank you.